episode of casual sports talk hey. we're here with you guys for another week talking some sports today we're going to be covering some very controversial uh things that are happening in multiple sports around we're going to be talking about the ncaa scandal real quick move over to the nba playoff structure change maybe give you a, a mid-season uh, report from the nba and finally we're going to finish talking about a very weird possible change in the mlb that I mean, I personally don't like, and Brady and I see, don't see eye to eye on this, so, I mean, the the voices make it a little loud here, so... The guns are time, loaded. The guns are loaded, Brady. So, forewarning. Ju- just like the not-so-great sports debate last week, Rap and I are ready to destroy you, and <laughs> the fans love your misery. They have responded. They love it when Brady loses. So, uh, I'm Ethan, you know. This is Rap over here. You got uh, Brady. And, uh... We're here, boys. We are ready to dive into what we have to talk about today. Before we start everything, I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to all those fans who hit me back up with some comments on the March Madness series. I got a lot of feedback from you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode. I'm going to be trying to record two, maybe three a week just to get as many teams out there as I can. Um, some teams, some people like more than others. Go because, blue. Yeah, Brady's hopping on Michigan's bandwagon, although they might even lose in the second round. But go blue. Um, I'm going to be talking about all of the teams, so make sure, guys, make sure to give that a listen. It's separate to our main podcast, but it's on the same SoundCloud account. It's on the same iTunes account. So if you subscribe to the iTunes account right away, the March Madness series get downloaded to your phone. Uh, I'm going to keep them very short for you guys, just because I know. Uh, sometimes you guys don't have the time to listen to 50 minutes at a time and especially talking about just a couple teams I'm doing about four teams a time so I, I, I like to keep them around 15 minutes get four teams in there give you as much information as I can and by the time March Madness comes around take what I've given you and decide what you guys want to do with it um, just a warning that if you do win Warren Buffett's bracket we do uh, demand a commission of that uh, prize money. Yeah, I'm gonna say ten percent. That's a fair. That's a fair. That's a fair. Not a lawyer, Lloyd. Please write blue. Up, Lo- not a lawyer, Lloyd. Please write up a contract because, um, yeah, if, if uh, casual sports talk uh, is right about this, then we can be making some bank here. And yeah. I mean, rap needs it right now. Yeah. This car is being held up by a bungee cord. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> and I'm contemplating selling organs. Yes. Yeah, so if anyone's looking for organs. Hit up rap for sale though, not for. Or fun. sperm. All right. Speak, <laughs> speaking about some scandalous, uh, <laughs> speaking about some scandalous sales, um, the NCAA. I mean, we're talking about March Madness right now. The NCAA got hit hard this week. It got hit absolutely hard. People have been talking about it for months, right? There's been like speculation about whether this happens, and I mean, realistically, people knew what was going on, but it took an FBI search to bring to the public everything about this scandal. Um, players are getting paid to go to school. Uh, that's not what the NCAA stands for. I mean, all they stand for is like amateurism, right? So they want to make sure that the, the student athletes, because that's what they call them, they don't call them 
athletes. They call them student athletes. Because they're learning at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. They're learning at the same time. They don't want these student athletes to get any unfair advantages, right? So uh, to, to be a student athlete, you can't have any contract with a professional team. Uh, you can't get any money for participating in athletics. Like this is on the NCAA website. This is their rules. Also, no endorsements, right? Yeah, yeah you can't uh, exactly. You can't play with professionals. Can't no endorsements. You can't benefit from an agent, yeah, a respective agent. There's there's so much that they limit these players to do, and some people think it's unfair, right? A lot of people are saying like, you know, these guys are bringing so much money towards the NCAA, <coughs> which is supposed to be not not for profit. <coughs> um, and I mean, I do personally think that it's wrong that these guys are bringing the NCAA so much money and they're not getting paid for it. But at the same time, uh, I'm sticking very, I'm, I'm sticking to my stance here. I'm sticking to my guns here. Um, I don't think they should get paid. I think that there could be something working out where if their family needs support, the school could offer that, right? But I don't think directly student athletes should get paid. I think they should be allowed to have a job if they please on their spare time, if they have any spare time, which they usually don't. It's it's hard for them because yeah. they're if they're not in if they're not in the class studying or if they're not in the library sorry in the library studying or if they're not preparing for exams and they're working out if they're not working out then they're shooting around I guess in this case for for basketball I mean they're shooting around on the court they're running drills you know like their life revolves around either basketball or school they don't really have that free time. To I mean, go and get a job. I mean, yeah, but uh, like what I'm saying is like if they have the time, which I mean, a very uh, hard-headed person with like the mindset of like, all right, I'm here, I'm gonna provide for them in the future, but they also need help now. Like, maybe the NCAA, right? Now seeing this right. can be like, hey, what can we do so, to change this so the I mean, have more time? If I'm head of the NCAA, which I'm definitely not, I'm far from it, but maybe really? one day, who knows? Nah. Um, Interruption. I I can possibly say that like, all right, listen. As the school should be able to provide for a student athlete's family on top of the scholarship, right? That's that's a good yeah. so, like middle ground because a lot of why these student athletes take the money is because for their for their families, right? Yeah, uh, that's probably the main reason, right? There are other reasons for sure, mm -hmm. but it's probably the main reason. So I'm thinking like, all right, the NCAA. No, don't pay these student athletes because I understand where they're coming from. They are students after all, but let them get a job if they want, right? And if they want, voluntarily, right? Like, I mean, realistically, yes, if I'm a student athlete, I'm doing, I don't know, uh, 18 out of my 24 hours a day de dedicated to basketball in school. I don't want to work those other six hours, right? But sleep, yeah. for the some for for the for the small percentage of people who actually want to do that or are willing to do that for their families I think they should let that I think they should they should give the school the opportunity to help out a student athlete's family because that's probably the main concern um, so yeah I also uh, with the point of March Madness coming up yeah I found some interesting numbers about how much they're making so CBS is paying them 10.8 billion dollars like the NCAA yeah, to air March Madness. Like they have <coughs> I thought they weren't for profit. <coughs> well, that's what they're making. CBS is the contract to air, so they're making $10.8 billion. People gambling, they're expected to be $9.2 billion gambled. Oh my god. So you're going to tell me the schools are making them the schools are making the money off there alone. Yeah, Brady, are you putting your, uh, are you getting a second mortgage on your house and putting it on Michigan? <laughs> I'm putting uh, both my kidneys up on oh Michigan. My. Oh my, okay. Brady's not gonna live after that. Yeah. 
Um, um, so you do bring up a very good point because this scandal. There's so much money there. Yeah, because the scandal. Available, yeah. Because the scandal's coming up now, like February twenty fifth, like right now, when March Madness is in three weeks. How do you guys think this affects what's gonna happen in the tournament? Well, I was, I was gonna say before is you're making so much money there, you can't give some to the kids. Can't like, you know? It's it's tough to say. Also, like then who. Are you prioritizing like are better players or the starting five getting more money? Or are you gonna be on like a salary based type of thing like the like like the regular leagues or the or some players pros. that are this better? Is amateur yeah, exactly. sports. But they're making twenty. They're making fucking twenty billion dollars. But this is still amateur sports. This is yeah. Realistically, this is no, they have the quality of professionals, right? Some I mean, of these one some of these rookies some of these go into the league and are better than like half the guys, right? Yeah. Like, some people step in and are just like better than some of the professionals. I understand that. I recognize that. But at this time, especially in the one-and-done era, where there's literally one year, it's one year, in the grand scheme of things, if someone's living an average of 80 years, it's one 80th of their life, right? Yeah. Someone lives 60 years, one 60th well, of their life. The it's reason why a lot year. of players are doing the one-and-done now is because they're not getting paid. They need the money. They need well, the revenue. They, they exactly. need to get money in so they, make, they go to So the that, that brings up a great point, if you think about it. If you pay college athletes, if, I don't agree with it, but if we're starting to pay college athletes or giving them subsidies of some sort other than the scholarship, do, does the percentage of one and done go down? I agree. 100%. 100%. Yeah? You think 100%. it goes down? I think the one and done is because they're People not getting paid the anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, we're going to say in quotes not getting paid anything because, I mean, yeah. they, a lot of these guys are being paid illegally, but I yeah. mean, like, I have some facts here, like, Markel Fultz was getting paid $10,000 before a season in, in Washington or, like, Kyle Kuzma got $10,000 before being in Utah. Like, like uh, Josh Jackson, who was a uh, fourth overall pick by the Phoenix Suns, was getting paid twenty seven hundred. Like, like ten grand is a lot. It goes a long way, especially it when does. it's helping your, your family I'd financially. It. It does. Like twenty seven hundred for the fourth overall pick uh, that's picked by the Phoenix Suns. Like he was a freshman in Kansas last year. Like and the Jayhawks had a solid team. Like they they, were, they had a solid team. Like, but twenty seven hundred isn't that much. Like I feel like if they were getting more money then they would be more than just the one and done. Or what I think is they should at least get some sort of uh, scholar or academic help. Like, obviously, a lot of these guys have scholarships. But yeah, they, also... they get the full ride, right? They get the full yeah, ride for the year. Exactly, um, which is I mean, great. But we I mean... don't know exactly what that covers. We don't know if it covers housing. We don't know if yeah. it covers food. Realistically, there will be some expenses out of the pocket of the parents, and some parents just can't afford it. So that's where the pain comes in. So if we made it legal, I, both you guys think that the percentage of one and dones would be down for sure, without a doubt. But I think they have more fun in college, like you know, like I think players like they, they want to get their education, and I think it's a good way to get their education. And they're also they're having fun in college. College is a fun time. They don't want to miss that part of their lives either. So, yeah. so let's follow this chain right here, right? You guys think that they should start paying them, okay? When they start paying them, the one and dones go down. They start staying longer, right? What does that mean? Does that mean more revenue? with the schools because there's a bigger chance of success then like you could have players that are money? coming back year after year and yeah. like more fans are going to be start following these players as if they were in the pros but like it's a slippery slope because these guys are at the end of the day student athletes you know like yeah. if they were getting paid let's say like minimum wage or something like that then maybe we have more of a fair a fair talk here because they're they're <coughs> essentially I mean they are working harder I can't yeah. say they're working harder than people that are doing a minimum wage job because there are hardworking minimum wage workers, but I mean, like they're they're working not only on the courts when they're actually playing, but they're playing they're doing off the courts also, and they're also uh, toggling with school. Like it, it's a tough it's a tough situation. 
I mean, we're talking about it in the future, but you also want to look at it like in the moment, right? right? So as all this like shit storm is happening right now, you're having these people caught in. I mean, Sean Miller's like sweating out of three suits right now yeah, just really. because of how much shit he's under. Realistically, I think he's coached his last game for Arizona. I mean, the wiretap is like, documents is something, but wiretap. Like, you hear him he say it, it's a completely yeah. different ballgame. It's like a written so, confession almost. I think he's done. I think he's done. Oh, uh, sure. That affects Arizona I mean, massively, right? You don't well, know if... Shaquille O'Neal's So, son. yeah, so, uh, what, Sharif O'Neal, Shaquille, Shaquille O'Neal's son, just decommitted from Arizona next year. He's, what, the 28th ranked prospect or something, but he just committed, decommitted from Arizona. Absolutely crazy. I mean, their leading scorer, uh, Alonzo Trier, was ruled ineligible. There are a lot of people this year that are ruled ineligible. Um, USC's uh, DeAndre Melton or something. He's His college career is done. Uh, I don't think he's played more than two games because he's caught up in the scandal and now he's like completely just renouncing his... like He's ending his college career out of fear, basically. Yeah. Well, that's what's going to happen. He's barely played all year. He was supposed to be great. De- DeAnthony Melton was, was supposed to be a, another one-and-done great freshman. Supposed to lead this USC team. Um, I don't think he hasn't played he was held in all season I mean Auburn's Austin Wiley the exact same scenario I mean I don't know if he's given up or not but from a business standpoint I mean they're going to be losing so much money at March Madness you, you say how much they're they're yeah, getting from CBS yeah. but I believe that if you're taking these big guys out of the game right if mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton gets ruled ineligible uh, so many more people less people are going to be wanting to buy tickets to go watch Arizona play it's ba- very basic uh, business explanation right yeah. here. Oh, they the they want they want to go see DeAndre Ayton. The basketball's not going to be as good without DeAndre Ayton. I disagree ba- with that. I think when you're if you're an Arizona student, you're going to the game no matter what. Well, I think a lot of students people, they they can't they can't like, so, they can't I mean, fund an entire business based just on students coming to the game. The scandal is is losing uh, is losing the NCAA is losing schools so much money. I, yeah. I I agree, but like when it comes to the game. There's players just sending in and out like it's like, it, they tickle in and out like it's nothing. Like, the, the college, the people are just supporting the school. They don't. It's not. I don't really think people are supporting players. They support the school because they went there and they have some lineage with the school. So I think it doesn't. I, I really don't think it's gonna affect the game because people are still gonna watch and they're still gonna support the school. Okay. Last thing before we move on to the NBA, right? From we go from amateur to pro. Uh, <laughs> we're not getting paid to talk about the NCAA, by the way. So. <laughs> If the FBI is listening, we're not getting paid. <coughs> yes. Hey, 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 listen, listen, listen. The NSA listens to your conversations, not the FBI. And yeah, we're listening. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? I, um, I wanted to bring up something that I found very controversial, that Brady's boy, air quotes, Lonzo Ball said. He's um, my boy. Everybody's your boy, Brady. Brady we just, uh, we give up. Uh, Brady, you said Lonzo's my boy like five times when? last night when we were playing 2K. When no. me and Mitch were playing 2K, you're like, Lonzo's not in this game, he's my boy! No, I said, I said, Lonzo's not in, I said, Kyle Uzma, I said, all the rookies aren't there. Uh, and Jason Tatum, my boy's not in. Listen, I, regardless of what's Anyways, happening, yeah. um, Lonzo went out and said, all the money they generate for the programs and stuff, it's kind of an unfair system. Everybody knows everybody's getting paid, and that's how it is. Everybody's getting paid anyway, you might as well make it legal, that's how I feel. You know how I feel, Lonzo? I feel like that's fucking stupid. <laughs> I feel like... It, it's illegal, so because people are doing it, might as well make it legal. Oh, yeah, that's genius. Hey, everybody's doing cocaine, might as well make it legal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah why like, not? Monzo, what are you saying? I mean, when you shaved off your, your, your uh, hair, did you like shave yeah. off some brain cells too there, bud? Uh, and LeVar just, LeVar just hit him too hard. I think LeVar Probably. dropped him a couple times. 
I think someone dropped Lavar a couple times. Yeah, more than a couple. No, but it's just I I think that comment was very stupid. I think everybody's getting paid anyway, so you might as well make it legal. Like, no, that's not how it works, buddy. Rap, do you care to comment on the Lonzo's comment? What do you think? I think it's just stupid. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, but it also is showing the player's perspective. Like, all the players know that it's happening. Like, they know it's happening. It was just, I guess it was just a matter of time before, like, I guess now they have to be uh, FBI uh, intervention for I, it to be, like, to be, like, illegal. Like, not illegal, but enforced, you know? I don't even think, play, like, players knew. I think everybody knew people were getting paid. Oh, yeah. I think everybody knew players were getting paid. Thing, yeah. Everybody knew, everybody knew under the table. I think Lonzo is t- like he has a point where it's like everybody knows about it. It's like why are we just pretending it doesn't happen and making it like I get it's illegal. So if I then I like it's illegal just because something like, just because everybody do everybody's doing something doesn't make it right to do. We just make it right. Exactly. That's but the, at the end of the, the day, point. like we can't act shocked. It's not. It's not. It's not, none of this stuff is really shocking to me. I mean, I I'm not shocked, but at the same time, when I saw this story, I'm like, oh shit, is going down now. Yeah. Like you always hear about it, and then when you see it, you're like. Like this is real. This is tangible. So, but but then but then you have teams like like there's a whole list like a, like a massive list of these teams that are that that were implicated in this like like teams like Seton Hall like these small yeah Seton Hall things. paid uh, Isaiah Whitehead he was their yeah, best recruit exactly. in years he led them to the to the biggest championship in 2016 yeah, which mean, is ridiculous like they were a ninth seed team but like would they have been a ninth seed team without uh, paying uh, Whitehead like like all these teams like you know like there, there's a yeah. I think something has to change yeah. Um, I personally still believe that you shouldn't pay them directly. I think you should compensate them, their family or something, or help out. Uh, if Financially or our listeners, if you guys think we're wrong, you let us know. You guys give us your arguments. We're more than welcome to listen. As always, DMs always wide open. Yeah, especially Grady's, as always. As always. Yeah, um, that's why not? So we're moving on from people that shouldn't get paid or aren't getting paid right now to people that are getting paid overpaid yeah I was going to say maybe a bit too much maybe a bit too much but I mean that's all about market value and I don't know if Brady understands that that well so we won't really get into it right now <laughs> oh like last night yeah um, so uh, NBA All-Star Game just passed uh, the mid-season although it was like more than half the season but whatever uh, yeah. what are we looking at the second half of the season I, I want Brady and Rap I want you guys to name me one team who you guys think is gonna fall off, like and one team who you guys think is on the rise? Like a bold prediction kind of thing. Like a bold prediction, yeah. You you give me one team in like a big conference, conference, or just one team. One team. Right. One team that's gonna rise. One team that's gonna fall. All right. I mean, you want me to go first here? No, uh, I'll go first. Brady. I, I was we were talking about this before the podcast started. I said I was gonna be a little bold. Minnesota. Jimmy Butler's out for the rest of the season. I it's out indefinitely. I don't know if he's like. I, I, Indefinitely. He's, he's out to the playoffs. It definitely means for sure. Yeah. I would definitely no, but he's out indefinitely. Like, you don't know if he's coming back this season or not. So oh, there's no, still they, a possibility. They, they said he's going to come back to the playoffs. Okay. So do he's you, out. Do you, do you think they don't They don't make the playoffs now? I think, the, look, uh, the number eight seed, which is the Pelicans, which I think they're also going to fall out, but they're only five games under. You know, like, no, the number, I'll say, nine seed is what is one game under the Pelicans. So it's uh, no, they're, they're eight games. They're eight games. Six, six, six. Quick maths. Oh, sorry, six. Yeah. So the six, from three to no, from three to. I mean, nine, also Minnesota's played a ton of games right now. Minnesota has yeah, was, played uh, what? This is five more games than New Orleans has. So New Orleans, really, let's get they go on a five game winning streak. They're tied with Minnesota right now. Yeah. It's eight so, to three. So I'm saying is I can see Minnesota falling out. Okay. And then I can see maybe Utah. That's pretty bold. That's I can see bold. I can see Utah maybe coming up. Yeah, I mean, uh, the entire season I was very optimistic on Utah, especially after they lost Gordon Hayward. 
I I thought they would have made the playoffs, but now with Donovan Mitchell uh, emerging like he has, I definitely think it's very He's possible. A monster. But I mean, if they're making the playoffs, the year, maybe if they're making the playoffs, they're making eight seed, right? They're making maybe yeah, seven yeah, seed. for sure, for and sure. Then it's Golden State or Houston, and then they're probably out in the first round. No, let's be real. Like, no, I think if someone falls out, I think they only go to the eight seed. But at the end of the day, or maybe seven, and someone else pops, like maybe like I don't know, maybe the Clippers can make something yeah, again. The Pelicans are gonna fall out as well. In my prediction, right? What, what I feel, okay. I mean, two teams are going out and two teams are coming in. But, uh, I mean, it's, a tight, it's a tight race there. Oh, in the West, it's always yeah. tight. Yeah, it's a very tight race there. And it's like a strong, much stronger conference, which I mean we'll yeah. talk about later. But I think that going in, LA Cripper, Clippers, with my boy Lou Will, six man of the year, for sure. I think they're going in. And also another team that's on the rise that I really like in the East, that I think have a lot of potential to prove like very deadly to top teams like Toronto, Boston, and Cleveland. I think the Milwaukee Bucks. I knew you were gonna say that. I think Jabari I'm Parker. Looking at them, I knew you were gonna Jabari say that. Jabari Parker is picking it up and he's playing. He's like not a, that big of an impact this year. I mean, realistically, Jabari Parker. Well. What he came back? I think three hundred sixty-two or three hundred fifty-two days after his injury, he came back. So it took him like a full year yeah. to come back. He's still on that twenty-minute restriction. I don't know when he's, they're taking that off. He does have a career high uh, true shooting percentage though at fifty-six. Okay, but he's playing twenty sh- minutes a game. Yeah, he's not shooting much. He's not shooting much. He's, he is. Yeah, he's on the second. The second. He's playing twenty minutes a game. Yeah, right. I know. You're not going to see his true impact until he gets back in, and I don't think they bring him back in. Like until I don't maybe think, next season. Maybe exactly. Season. I don't think they integrate him fully until either the playoffs come and they like kind of have to, or next season. But. Yeah. They are kind of being forced to right now with injuries to what Malcolm Brogdon's uh, hurt for six to eight weeks, and they have some injuries there right now. So yeah. they, and they just it, fired Jason Kidd also, which I think yeah. is a big move. I think Milwaukee's on the on the down. I think they're on the rise. I mean, think that's where rise. we disagree, right? I think if like, one if one team could fall out of the playoffs right now, which I, I don't think any team will fall out, but if I'm saying one team in the East is going to fall out, it's either going to be Miami or Milwaukee. I think yeah. Philly's going to be a seven seed, like where they are now. I think everybody stays where they are. Don't it's very that. possible. I mean. Uh, Detroit, if Detroit did that move for Blake Griffin and they make the playoffs, that'd be um, yeah. very disheartening. I could, see, I could see them getting back over Miami, but like those are yeah, the only two teams I see switching. Yeah, so I, I think Milwaukee, they, they played a great game against Toronto the other day, but I don't know if you guys were watching. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The first the first day that NBA came back. So I'm going to give like, my like rest of the season prediction. Um, it's not that bold of a prediction, but at the same time, people will argue with me. I think Toronto wins the East. Like, like they don't win no. the Eastern Conference Final, but I think they win the one seed. I agree. No. I agree on that. They're, they're, my, I think they're they're, my Celtics are a game and a half back. Not you even Do you hear what you just said? My Celtics, like yeah, with your boys Celtics, on there. With your boys. Can't wait, but, boys. but look, the Raptors—they're in a seven-game winning streak, and their closest margin of victory. So the closest the other team has gone is fifteen points. Oh, then they lost to one. They won a one-game losing streak. Yeah, yeah. So, so besides that one game, their their closest margin of victory was fifteen. They were just dominating. Do you know what sets Toronto apart from the rest of the league? Do you guys know? Like in my, this is my thinking right here. Jonas? Not Jonas is having a first off for whoever hates Jonas Valanciunas. He's actually having a great season. I know. Fantasy basketball league. I know he's yeah. a joke, and my entire fantasy basketball league cannot stand Jonas Valanciunas for some reason. He's not, but he's not, not having a bad season. He's having actually a great season. He is very productive. Uh, he had a massive dunk to send that game to overtime against. Yeah, Milwaukee. that was crazy. That, it should have been an and one on John Henson, but hmm. that's just my opinion. Um, what but, sets Toronto apart is their bench. They have the best bench in the league, hands down. Their bench can compete with any starting five out there. 
That is my bull, that is my bull prediction. That is my bull prediction. That bench can outperform half of the starting lineups Brady, in this league. Brady, I want to bring up a quick factoid for you. You were saying about because you're Celtics, quote unquote, your Celtics. Since the new year, they have ranked twenty sixth in shot percentage. They're quality. not. They're not very uh, Sorry, they shot quality per second spectrum, and only one team, one team has a worse shooting percentage. The Phoenix Suns. Well, it, where are the Phoenix Suns right now? That's going to be their downfall. They have no oh, offense. Yeah, exactly. Kyrie's been hurt for the past while. So Kyrie's their whole Kyrie team? played for like the past two weeks now? Two weeks? No, he's been in and out. I have him in fantasy. He's been in and out. You also have Jalen Brown in fantasy and then you yeah. dropped him. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy. My boy. Might be the Greg Marone. Another or something. Marone? <laughs> Monroe. Monroe. Greg Marone? Can we check the tape on that one, Lloyd? Get a fact check in yeah, please. Rewind again, but yeah, okay. I think they have a great team with Kyrie and Horford, but like, don't don't diss uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum has been doing nothing since the since since the calendar turned to twenty eighteen. Jason Tatum has been so unproductive that he does not deserve to be in the starting lineup. I'm sorry, I have him in fantasy. All right, but regardless of the fact, he has not played well offensively. He has not. Okay, I, I'm I'm gonna argue that. Like, but I'm I'm saying they can still pick it up. They can't win the one seat. I, they, I'm ruling them out. They definitely can. I'm ruling them out. I'm ruling they them definitely can. Moving on to the West a half game out. Yeah, but I'm play. still ruling them out. Like I'm saying, like they're not gonna win it. They have the I best really defense in the league. Okay, yeah, they have a terrible offense. They can't produce. They don't Listen. have a terrible offense. Yes, they, they do. They have the second worst shooting percentage. They've had terrible offense. They have not played well. This is 2018. Listen, I'm gonna give Brad Stevens the fantastic coach. If they had any coach other than Brad Stevens, they would be a nine seed right now. Debatable. Debatable. Like yes, Brad Stevens is amazing. But yeah, okay, he's that's why it's debatable because I'm like praising his coach. Yeah, is your boy also The fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, you're coming up against the best teams in the league. You can only hold them down for so long, right? You can only contain them on defense for so long. Boston's lost twice to Cleveland already because they couldn't play defense against them, right? But they won well against uh, Golden State. One time, the other time Golden State won, they broke their defense. You do you really think that the Boston Celtics can go into a seven-game series with teams like Golden State? Teams like Houston, teams like Cleveland, teams like Toronto, who score a lot of points, and do you really think that that Celtics defense can hold them down for four out of the seven Well, there's games? also rumors to get Gordon Hayward to come back for it. Gordon Hayward's not coming back. Maybe play the Gordon Hayward's not coming back. He lost make, his leg. Gordon Hayward's not coming back. <laughs> if Gordon Hayward comes back, I will shave my head. Not true. Okay, perfect. Gordon Hayward's not coming back. He's Next. traveling with them. Let's move on. Okay, wait. But on that topic, now that we just spoke about the East, what do you guys think about the West picture? Do you think that the Rockets could beat the uh, Warriors for the first seed, for the number one seed? They are. They have the number one seed right now. Yes, but finish the season. I mean, they're pretty much neck and neck. Uh, Houston's forty-five and thirteen, and Golden State's forty-six and fourteen. I right? think the problem is Houston's gonna have to like Houston. People are still regarding Golden State over Houston. People look at Golden State and say, "All right, they're gonna finish top one or two. But people are looking at Houston and saying they're going to drop out. People are looking at the Houston team and saying they can't keep this record up. Right? They've won 11 in a row. Um, people are looking at that team and say there's no way they're staying that hot. They're going to regress, right? Well, you're going to go through your ups and downs. Yeah, obviously. but no one says that for Golden State. Well, I don't think I, one person has said that. Look at their roster. Look at their starting five. They, five. they literally, all those, all, every single one of them are considerable. Oh, sorry, the top four, they're starting four there. Are all like top ten, top fifteen players. I, mean, I could very well see Golden State finishing with the one seed and Houston finishing with the two seed and like I don't know San Antonio finishing with the three seed because realistically Minnesota, yes, they will regress. I think they'll make the playoffs, but they will regress. But like I or a team like Portland or Denver if they get. I could really see Portland hot. going up to three because you That'd know be Kawhi. Kawhi's gonna be out. Kawhi not 
Kawhi's Kawhi's not playing. They haven't played without Kawhi's this season. They haven't played with Kawhi the entire season, and they're thirty-five and twenty-five. So any argument that they're bad with the Kawhi Leonard? No, I'm not saying I'm not saying they're bad. They're fourth right now. No, no, no. I'm not saying they're bad at all. A hundred percent. I'm just saying I don't see them. I see Portland has a better chance with Dame. All right. Let's get on to, um, I want you, both Brady and Rap right now, mm-hmm. off the top of your head, I want you to give me your mid-season MVP, your mid-season Rookie of the Year, your mid-season Coach of the Year, your mid-season Sixth Man of the Year. And tell me if it's going to change by the end of the year. So Brady, who's your MVP? For MVP? I have to go James Harden. Okay. Is it going to change by the end of the season? No. I still, no. I, cause I think the Rockets will keep first seed, so I think they'll give it to him. Okay. Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, he'll bring them into the playoffs. Utah in the playoffs. Do you? But right now, at this. Oh, part right of now, season, I still think I do. I still believe he's. So you think yeah, right now? On that. Wait, don't 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 debate it yet. Let's yeah. see what he says. No, no, he says Donovan Mitchell yeah. at this point of the time, yeah. mid-season rookie of the year, and he's going to keep it. Okay. Yes. Sixth man of the year at this point of the season. I have the other will. Okay. Do you think he's going to keep it? Probably. Yeah. That's fair. I can't. I can't argue that. He's having a great season, after. and he's still he's playing um, six man. So yeah. How about coach of the year? My boy Brad Stevens. Okay. Is he going to keep it? Yeah. Wow, Brady just doesn't change. How about most improved player? Most improved. That's a good question. Um, can't say Kyrie. Uh, who do I want? To Why go? would you even consider that Kyrie's most improved? He's by himself. I guess if people haven't seen him double bronze, that's okay. Yeah. All right, he's the, he's he's the, you lost your chance. Moving on, you lost your chance. All right, Rap, hit me up. Hit me. All right, MVP at this point of the season. Uh, I gotta go with. Uh, Harden also, James Harden. Okay. For sure. Do you yes. think it's gonna change? No. Uh, unless LeBron just blows up all of a sudden, I don't think it's gonna change. Do you think Giannis has a shot? Not I think he's like number three or number two in okay. the voting. Like, I think Harden's still. So personally, his numbers I, are personally I, I, Harden also. I think Harden deserves it at this point. Yeah. He's finished like between fourth and second for the basketball like three years or something. Yeah. He really think he deserves it. Um, rap rookie of the year. Ben Simmons. That's fair. Doubt. That's fair. I was gonna say that way. 100%. That's fair. I mean. I'm a Utah Jazz fan, and I, I love Donovan Mitchell. Don Mitchell, Mitchell that, I agree. fantastic player. Yeah. He could bring them into the playoffs. Fantastic, but Ben Simmons, without a doubt. Yeah, I definitely still think Ben Simmons. Uh, six man of the year. Do you agree with Lou Will? 100%. All right. I, I, I literally I, mentioned I, it before. Yeah, I literally like, said it before, and I said, I, 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 first remember six man dick. I fucking love Lou Will. Yeah, Maybe six, not that far, but... Six yeah. man Lou Will. Is I wouldn't say he's my boy, but he, he's definitely a player I He's my guy. All right. He's your guy. Give me coach of the year. Brad Stevens. Why is Dwayne Casey not getting or, any love? Or, or no, actually, actually, Popovich. Why is Dwayne Casey not getting any love? Because they're first in the East. They have a whole roster around They're them. first in the East. Because the roster's so talented. You were just saying the roster's so talented. The roster is so talented. I think, I okay. think, I think Popovich. So the roster's are playing the way they should be playing. Toronto has, I don't think. You were just saying, oh shit, I don't think Toronto's doing his offense. They're think, still winning. I don't think Toronto's been first in the East in like the longest time. It's like the VC era, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, they go back and, no, never, they go back and forth the past three years. They've, they've, been, they've been first. There's no way they've, they've been, been first. the first season. All I'm saying is the Raptors. The Raptors are winning and they're winning big. Okay. Rap. What was the point? Uh, they, 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 they when they went on that seven game win streak, their yeah. like point difference yeah, margin was, was 15, absolutely incredible. Fifteen points. They won each the game by margin. fifteen points. Oh, that was the closest. The closest margin. So, so let's say they won average fifteen or more. Fifteen or more. Every game they won by fifteen or more. I personally think Dwayne Casey is coach of the year, but that's all right. I still think I kind of think now that I'm thinking about it, I think Popovich losing no Kawhi and L.A. kind of being out like, and all right, well, and well, then, like, well, yeah, Greg yeah. Popovich is the best coach in NBA probably history. Okay, that's another debate for another. Like, but like, you said that the last right. week, yeah, that's like that. But no, but I'm saying is like they they're gonna like, it's very hard for them to get coach of the year because like it's just known he's so amazing. Like Bill Belichick, 
Bill Belichick deserves it every year, but he doesn't get it. Um, okay, most improved. Okay, now? I'm not even into this argument with him. Anyways, <laughs> most improved. <laughs> most improved. I mean, I I go with Oladipo. I think I go with Oladipo too. I mean, you can, oh, give, yeah. a shot, you can give a shot to like Clint Capella and like Gary Harris, but like Oladipo's got to take. Oh yeah, I agree with that. Um, we're moving on. Still talking about the NBA, but there was a little bit of a of um. I don't know, controversial talk at the All-Star game and even before that about the structure change with the playoffs. Um, I think a, I think a couple, couple of us in this room are very torn on what we think the best idea is, right? Because realistically, you want a lot more competition and you're looking at the East and like, oh, these guys are so weak, the West is so powerful. I mean, I don't think like looking at that is the right way to say we should have a change. I think just saying freshen it up, get new fans is the reason why we should have a change, hmm. right? I don't think saying because the East is so weak and the West is so strong that we should have a change. What if in 10 years the West is weak and now the East is strong? Should we have another change? I think you might want to change it just to get the fans excited again. Brady? So the way I look at it right now, the top two teams in the NBA are the Rockets and the Warriors. Okay. So it's like, at the, so like let's just say if everything goes as planned, everything goes as seeded, the conf- Western Conference Finals will be the Warriors and the Rockets. Yeah. That should pretty much be your finals because it's the best team. So I feel like whoever's going to win in the West is going to win the championship. So he's one of those. He's one of those 16 seed, uh, one of the 16. Well, no, I'm not going to say I, th- I kind of like again, it. Let me lie. I, I just, the way I look at it is the, the one who's why the bronze in the East is to stay out of the West. He's too scared because he knows he's a free ride in the East. Whatever team he's on, he's automatically first seed. I think you put LeBron on the West, you put him on a team like the Spurs. Or any other team that if like you put LeBron James on the Spurs, I don't think they lose a game. Yeah, I think I think they'd be Golden State's record. Ah, uh, I don't, I still think I still think it's a they're, they're great games. It'd be a great series, Spurs versus Golden State. If you put LeBron on there, I think I think my argument for this is that like unlike March Madness, there was very rarely like. By the way, plug to our mini series in March Madness. Uh, go check it out. We That's two about plugs, it. boys. Hey, I love it. Anyways, uh, unlike March Madness, there are rarely any Cinderella stories. So making to the one, the the one to sixteen seed change to have the sixteen best teams uh, playing uh, against each other would be the best idea. So you're telling me that a professional athlete organization should take the model of a student athlete organization? Is that what you're saying? They're saying <laughs> if the NBA should be more than no, the NCAA. No, so let's I'm just stop in the players. No, 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 hang on, no, no, no. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Let's no, just no. stop in NBA players. I said, I said because it's not like March Madness, oh, there aren't God. Cinderella stories. That's what I said. We should do the one to sixteen seed. But you want to do it so there be so there can be Cinderella stories. You, do you want to do it so an eleven seed can make it to the finals? Well, have a possible. chance. You never know. Like realistically, the but, o- but the thing is that doesn't happen right now because the the league is so dependent on that, like top. Two teams from both division that but, are like don't. But so you don't get it. Five years from now, things could change, and the East could have three super teams, and the West could have nothing. Can I tell you a fact, actually, right here? Yeah. In the last fifteen years, only three times has the top sixteen teams by the record uh, made it into the playoffs. West has lost out by having an extra team eleven times, and the East only once. Yeah, I mean, in recent years, we've seen that the West is more strong, yeah. strong, more strong, stronger yeah, teams stronger in the team, East, yeah. and it could always change, but. I don't think we should do such a drastic change to this to this uh, to this playoff. I think one to sixteen is very dumb. I think um, you take away the Eastern and the Western Conference Finals, which is a big big money maker for you guys from a business standpoint, right? Yeah, yeah you're taking away the Eastern and the Western contract, Conference right? Finals. That's massive. Yeah, having no conferences there, period. That's massive. Instead of um, talking about the Eastern Conference semifinal, you're talking about the three versus fourteen seed game, like yeah. kind of like. 
it doesn't well, they you know, still build know, know what's the crazy part Silver's biggest like dilemma with this he said like he kind of is on board with this his biggest dilemma is it is travel that's, seems, that's also true you have to travel yeah. a lot that's also so and true. now with an extra week in the regular yeah. season it reduces their which reduces their back to back games to reduce their fatigue and the, the increased injury and that's stuff so like that. That's so true. He's not, yeah. Yeah, his, his big concern is uh, travel for teams and playoffs. If they're not playing in their own division, they're not I mean, playing in their own region. I mean, you can have a team, you can have an eight, okay, you can have what, a 12 seed that goes through playing the Western Conference twice and then comes up against a team, a West team in the semifinals that went up against two Eastern Conference teams yeah. and they're already exhausted from all that travel. That gives that 12 seed uh, uh, an advantage. And the travel itself is yeah. also like not exhausting for players but also takes time from... They're working out from their training, from all this stuff, you know? Yeah, 100%. Now, now I'm, I'm about to be a hypocrite here. I'm about to be a hypocrite. I'm acknowledging that what I'm about to say might be a little bit um, against my argument before. Um, so I don't think they should take the NCAA format. I don't. I don't think you should have a March Madness-style tournament for the NBA. I really don't. It's probably the stupidest, stupidest idea you could ever have. Mm-hmm. But what they could do, and what's very possible, um, take those 7 to 11 seeds... Right, seven to eleven of each conference, and have them play a mini tournament to see which two would get to represent. It'd be more games for them, I understand. Maybe have like a one game playoff for each, right? Have seven play eleven. Uh, so yeah, they got off track. No, no, sorry, seven and ten. So seven play ten and eight play nine, right? Yeah. So they do that in March Madness. They have the last four in type of thing, right? Well, a wild card kind of thing. Yeah. So they have sixty-eight teams. They have four games before uh, to figure out which team, like like they have two eleven seeds. So one, they both play each other, and the eleven seed actually makes it. Whoever wins. They can take that and do that. That just the only thing is that adds two games for like these teams and it doesn't give like anybody as much incentive to finish seventh as it does to finish tenth. That's the type of thing. But if a team's in twelfth, they don't think they can make it to eighth, they can make it to tenth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so it's always that kind of balances out. So that's my solution. Brady, uh, and no tanking. Yeah. Yeah, you take away the yeah. tanking, you know? Yeah. Like Dallas right now, I think they're uh they're in that they're they'd be close to ten seed, you know, and uh, what's I called? Mean, if the season ended today, right, uh, with my idea, and it's not my idea because people have definitely talked about it before, but like the yeah. idea that I think is the best in the East, you have Philadelphia playing Charlotte and Miami playing Detroit. I easily think that Detroit could be Miami, and I think it's very possible yeah. that Charlotte could be Philadelphia. So it makes it exciting. it'd be a good series. It'd be fun, like, but not a series like a yeah, one, one game. game thing. It'd be yeah. one game. It'd be fun yeah, to it'd watch. be like the end of the regular season. I have so, but here. it'd be way more intense too, right? Yeah, yeah. So it would bring like a football vibe. Like, like yeah. right now, um, Charlotte is out of, or sorry, right now New York is out of the eight seed by seven games, but they're out of the ten seed by three games. They wouldn't want to be tanking that much, right? If they're yeah. out of a playoff spot by three games. At, yeah. You also get the argument though that like, oh my God, you you have twenty of your uh, thirty teams making the playoffs at sixty six point seven percent. Like, what is that? So I understand that too. I understand yeah. where, where the other where the people are coming from there because yes, you would have sixty six point seven percent of your teams making the playoffs, but that just well, might bring that just might bring more revenue. Yeah. That like that well, just might playoffs, bring more money. make more money, right? For sure. Well, talking about before we were saying just briefly. Uh, a few days ago, uh, it's not updated because I, I did these a few days ago, uh, maybe two, three days ago when the, the standings were different. But I did, if the season ended now with the 16-team playoff, uh, the matchups would be the Rockets versus Clippers, the Warriors versus Pelicans, the Raptors versus the Sixers, Celtics versus the Blazers, Cavs versus Nugs, Spurs versus Thunder, Timberwolves versus Bucks, and Wizards versus Pacers. So there's only three crossover matchups based on those curve. Current conferences and right they're now, at a disadvantage. Those guys are the, uh, yeah. Those guys are at a disadvantage. A clear disadvantage. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. 
And the West, if the West team is so much stronger, they can knock out the East teams, which is not, which is what they want. So, like you said okay, before, the final would be something like well, you a, can have a West a team. You can have a West team that like, plays two Eastern Conference teams in the first two rounds, and yeah. they'll be gassed by the time they get to the semifinals. But if they're high enough seed, then they get home home field home field advantage home, and home court advantage. But regardless, you're still traveling, right? First, you're still traveling whether it's two or three round. games. Yeah. Right. I mean, you yeah. can sweep them. You're still going out there for two games. That's fair. You're still traveling to the East Coast. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, we'll finish talking about um, something that Brady overheard. Uh, my boy, Rich Eisen. On his boy, Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen, if you want to sponsor us, because Brady's your boy, you're more than welcome to. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys don't like Rich Eisen? I don't listen to Rich Eisen. I listen to Casual Sports Talk. Well, now he's not going to sponsor us. Well, I mean, Rich Eisen, we're your biggest fan. Yeah, we're, Eisen, Eisen, we're Eisen heads. Eisen heads? Eisen Back from the old days at ESPN, you know? Yeah, ooh. ooh yeah, there you Sports go. Center. Yeah, yeah. Real nice there, Brady. Okay, so Brady... Um, we're talking about the MLB now. Yeah. Uh, he's wearing a Red Sox jersey right now, Brady. Brady's wearing a Red Sox jersey. Brady's wearing a Red Sox Bogart's hat. Bogart's jersey. Brady's wearing a... Yes, he's on the Red Sox. Yeah. Brady's wearing a Xander Bogart's jersey right now with a Red Sox hat, and I'm sure he has Red Sox tattooed on his ass. Um, not yet. Maybe not next yet. year. Notch. Uh, <laughs> Brady, thing, so. uh, J.D. Martinez, I mean, from a fan's perspective, how do you feel? How I feel, I think... From a fan's back. perspective... Yeah, I think it brings back the power that uh, we were missing from Big Poppy. Okay. Um, I don't think he's gonna play much in the field. I think he's gonna be our DH. So, okay. look, I'm happy he brings back the power. Hopefully, he can help us compete with the Yankees, even though they look like they're just gonna be the best team. And this both year. you guys look very good. I think we do. We do. Yankees, we yeah. do. It, like I think it brings back the rivalry. Um, brings back those the two top teams. And hopefully we get some good games, some maybe some uh, good fights. All right. You never know. So this contract is five years, one hundred ten million. Uh, it's an opt out after two seasons. So when he's thirty two, he can opt out. It's it's top heavy again. So he's getting twenty three point seven a year for the first three, and then nineteen point three for the last two. It kind of works out well because sooner or later they're gonna have to give big contracts to Mookie, big contract to Sander, uh, Rafael Devers, um, uh, Eduardo Rodriguez. They're gonna be have to to pay, give contracts yeah. to those guys yeah. so it works out that they're giving him the money now and stay in win now mode and then they're, I mean it's 4 million but it does make a difference in the end what um, do you think about there was a there was a little speculation that uh, his medical his his medical exam didn't go 100% there was some yeah what, what, what went on know. there nobody nobody confirmed anything so we'll wait to hear news and then we'll let you guys know yeah. you can follow yeah. us on Twitter and we'll give you all the update for sure but get back to what we wanted to talk about originally Brady thing on the Rich Eisen show what would you hear so there's an MLB executive saying that they're thinking highly about maybe changing a rule in the ninth inning so that there are three batters. You could pick whichever batters you want to go up a bat in the ninth inning. Choose the batting order. Basically. Yeah, so pretty much the example they gave, if you're the Yankees or even the Astros, I was thinking about it. You put If you're the Astros, you put up uh, Jose Altuve, George Springer, and Carlos Correa. One, two, three. Okay, so an executive thought of this, right? Yes, well, they, they, they're, he, they're talking about it. I think he's a fucking dumbass. Well, the thing is, Caleb, look, look to, to be fair, right now, I think that's completely and utterly ridiculous and stupid that it's happening. But the thing is, the MLB, they're just trying to change ways to change the pace of the league, you know? Uh, they they change... That doesn't the, change pace. They want to change pace. How does that change pace? I think... It's, well, I mean, that's just yes, bringing... It does, fair. It does change the pace. It's bringing in bigger... Wise, bigger it, it changes. Yeah. It does not change it. It, 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 would, it would elongate games. Well, no. If you think about it, if you think about it, a team bringing up their seven, eight, nine hitter, right? Their 
they're not they're the bottom three they're, 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 they're worse well, yeah. okay. they're worse they're realistically the closer's gonna have a better chance of closing out the game when it's a 7 most dinner. of the fans are turning the TV off and they're watching also not only that but the fans are leaving the stadium like if the game went to extra innings the fans are starting to leave by the if extra innings they're starting you're a regular you're season they're two not or three runs and you have okay, but, but by that time they already got their money by the time the fans already paid yeah. for the ticket they bought their souvenirs they bought their beer they already got the money by the ninth inning right it elongates the pace of play because instead of having your 7-8-9 hitter easier to strike out the TV contracts affects the, the sponsorships affects people wanting can to I tell you something that it's, the games are going to go longer Wait, Brady, there's going to be you? so many more extra inning games because of this Brady, can I, tell you, I want to tell you guys a quick fact so uh, last season uh, 9 inning games averaged 3 hours and 5 minutes in the regular season and in the postseason 3 hours and 29 minutes which both of those are record highs for the league ever. Okay. So like, I think this is why they're I think they're working games. towards lowering it with like talking about the amount of visits and only one uh, per the, inning the, or the, six per nine innings yeah, or something. Yeah. The pitching clock and the batting. I don't know about the clock. Stuff. I think that's very stupid as well. I think. I, like I think if you're putting a timer on a pitcher, uh, baseball is such a precise sport that. You're gonna get a lot more off pitches because he and feels rushed. And yeah, a lot of the balls and off throws. Yeah, so I think that you're gonna have to find another solution towards that. Which will also elongate games. It's a good concept. A I have to admit, it's a good concept putting the clock there, but in practice, it just doesn't work. Also, there was another rumor that I brought up with you guys, and you guys were both like, "What is this blasphemy?" Uh, There's a rumor that they want to put a runner to be automatically put on second base at the start of the eleventh inning. And later on God. to change the pace of the game. I quit. So, oh, wait, wait. They will be, it will be used in spring training in the tenth inning, with spring training games being capped off at the tenth inning. And they actually tried this last year at the rookie level Gulf Coast and Arizona leagues. Uh, and extra inning games in those games averaged twenty seven minutes longer than nine inning games, down from forty three minutes for all other major uh, minor leagues that actually did not imp- I implicate think it's this. One of the dumbest things ever. You yeah. get you get one good single and the guy scores. Yeah, for a second, that's just that's just crazy. I think the thing is, like in a in a season with a hundred and thirty odd games, like 60. but like what this is, sorry, yeah. what this sounds sorry, to me, what this sounds to me is like, all right, we're gonna play this entire game and just forget about extra innings. That's what it sounds to me, right? What the MLB is saying, like we don't give a shit about extra innings. We rather teams not go to extra innings, and if they do, we just want to end it right away. Pretty much is what they're saying. Yeah. What are they going to yeah. do? Ties next? Are they like? Are they gonna no, but the extra. I think the extra innings thing is a huge. Like I like that about MLB. I like that, especially. Well, not, if you're watching, if you're watching season, start to finish, I agree. You will get bored. After regular a while. season, I don't like it. Postseason, I love extra innings. Okay, so I find it so much more. No, intense. we're not going to implement ties in the MLB. No, hundred yeah. percent not. But this whole thing, like the MLB is considering it. They're going to try and spring. But I also this think year. it's very hard because ML uh, baseball's been around for hundreds of years, right? It's very hard to like see the rules change or whatever. They're trying to, they're trying so to modernize it. Yeah, same. so a lot of people are very scared of change, and I'll be it. I'll admit that I am one of them, and I don't think that this change should go through any of them, um, especially this runner on second base. I think that's the dumbest rule I've ever heard. Um, yeah. And hearing that they can put whatever batters they want, whatever, well, just are, takes all the strategy. Well, look, the, the or, yeah, yeah. Being a manager. The, bat, like, the batting order itself. Yeah, like, and, and it adds strategy. It adds, how does it add strategy? Brady, you pick, how does you it add pick, strategy? You pick which players you want to bat. But it's three players. You just put your three best batters. Yeah. No, but then it goes. Then it continues, right? Where Brady, it totally diminishes strategy. If you have the seven, eight, nine hitters coming up the ninth, and you're in the seventh inning, and you can like forecast ahead that that's going to happen, you can make a double switch, right? To have your pitcher, instead of batting ninth, he's batting... Uh, is six now and have a better batter bat ninth come in like it takes out a lot of strategy from a manager's perspective 
at the same time, it's going to lose people a lot of money. If you think about it, the best closers are getting paid millions of dollars. Half the time, they're probably facing the 79. Half the time, they're facing the 4, 5, 6. Mm-hmm. If you're facing the 4, 5, 6 or the 3, 4, 5, every single night, you are going to do significantly worse. You're going to lower the market value of closers because their numbers are going to be extremely inflated. And it's just going to be completely unfair. And that the entire bullpen is just going to lose so much value there. Mm-hmm. You're going to want your starters to go longer because you're going to want to save your bullpen. It, it just There's a domino effect from this. That just doesn't work out, and I don't think people have thought about Look, it yet. Well, this is this is what the executive was saying on the show. He's like, you don't see Tom Brady, you don't see any of these, uh, you don't see LeBron James sitting in the ninth, in the end of the fourth. Why are you comparing both? I'm just, I'm not comparing. That's they were that's what the MLB They're completely two different. That, that, oh my, can you, hello, dear MLB executive, can you reveal your name to us so I can yell at you for being a complete mm-hmm. potato head? You want me to look at, I'll find You it. are a potato. I'm not saying no. No, I'm not. You, you're, you, Brady, you are a potato, but <laughs> this man's is a, a mashed potato. potato. Mashed potato. Mashed potato. This man's a mashed and a baked potato together. Baked potato. In one big potato. With a brain full of potatoes. Because the fact of the matter is, in football, in basketball, in hockey, hockey, you have the choice who could be up there, right? Yeah. Right? He wants to implement this choice. But it's a completely different strategic ball game. If you're saying, let me put in my four or five, six instead of seven, eight, nine, then you're also saying, oh, while I'm at it, let me change my right fielder in the middle uh, of the fifth inning and the guy I put on the bench, I could bring him back into the ninth. Once you make a substitution in baseball, that plays ineligible for the rest of the game. No other sports like that. No other sport. Yeah. Some sports, they, they like max you out on how many subs no, you I, do, I, but like, it's not that extent. Yeah. Yeah. Other than soccer, but soccer. none of the big four sports. That, yeah, soccer, you're, you're, you're only yeah, you're out for the game, yeah. whatever. So before I get too riled up about this and this potato head running the MLV executive, I think we should probably uh, stop the podcast where we are now, uh, leave it all till next week. So uh, I want to give a quick shout out again to everyone who subscribed to us on iTunes. We have received tremendous support from all our friends and families and new listeners uh, around the Canada and the United States. And we have some listeners in uh, New Zealand, I see. Uh, shout out to not a Laura Lloyd. Uh, we want to give everyone a really quick thanks for giving us hitting that subscription button, uh, listening to what you have to say. I mean, it, from the bottom of our hearts, it really means the world that you guys are giving us a chance to enter your cars, enter your earbuds, and, and just do what we want to do, just talk about sports. And uh, we really want to thank you guys for that. Don't, so. don't forget to uh, send us any DMs with any suggestions, complaints. Yeah, um, Actually, my DMs. Probably about Brady. Yeah, if you guys um, think Brady's too annoying, you let us know, and we'll give him a muzzle next time or something. <laughs> No, but all seriousness. Us, again, also with Daniel, you know, we'll get rid of Daniel again, bring hey, it back. Hey, Brady's just trying to shift yeah, deflection right Yeah, exactly. Come on, Brady. Um, I'm here for good, buddy. So, uh, the website should be up very soon. Remember, we're going to be keep posting articles on the blog. Um, right away, when we upload this on the SoundCloud, it goes from the SoundCloud to the iTunes. So, if you are subscribed on iTunes, it goes directly to your phone. No hassle, nothing. You don't have to click a button or anything. It just shows up on your phone. Down on your phone. Just you click play. Whatever you want. Just click play. Is it uh, easy as that? Yeah. Easy as one, two, three. Simple as door, I mean. Oh, damn it. We're going to get sued for that. Yeah, we're we definitely yep. sued. Uh, not Larry Lloyd. Sorry, boys. Well, no. We're not going to get sued. Ethan's going to get sued. What? Brady said that. What are you talking about? The company's no, going to get sued. It's okay. The company has nothing. Put on the company card. <laughs> Put on the company card, yeah. All right. From the casual sports talk crew, uh, we're out. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. Peace. Peace.